Welcome back to Reading the Psalms. I'm Dan, and I'm going to read Psalm 10 today. Psalm 10. Why standest thou afar off, O Lord? Why hidest thou thyself in times of trouble? In the pride of the wicked, the poor is hotly pursued. Let them be taken in the devices they have imagined. For the wicked boasts of his heart's desire, and the covetous renounces, yea, contemns the Lord. The wicked in the pride of his countenance says he will not require it. All his thoughts are there is no God. His ways are firm at all times. Thy judgments are far above out of his sight. As for all his adversaries, he puffs at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be moved. To all generations I shall not be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue is mischief and iniquity. He sits in the lurking places of the villages. In the covert places does he murder the innocent. And his eyes are privily set against the helpless. He lurks in the covert as a lion in his den. He lies in wait to catch the poor. He does catch the poor when he draws him in his net. He crouches, he bows down, and the helpless fall by his strong ones. He says in his heart, God has forgotten. He hides his face. He'll never see it. Arise, O Lord. O God, lift up thine hand. Forget not the poor. Wherefore does the wicked contemn God and say in his heart, Thou wilt not require it? Thou hast seen it, for thou beholdest mischief and spite, to take it into thy hand. The helpless commits himself unto thee. Thou hast been the helper, uh, helper of the fatherless. Break thou the arm of the wicked. And as for the evil man, seek out his wickedness till, he find, till you find none. As the Lord is king forever and ever, the nations are perished out of his land. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the meek. Thou wilt prepare their heart. Thou wilt cause thine ear to hear. To judge the fatherless and the oppressed, that man which is of the earth may be terrible no more. Now, I don't think that life is limited to the two extremes, uh, the oppressed and the oppressor, as this psalm lays it out. I believe that most of us are working on some neutral in between the two. But this psalm does give us an exercise, a precaution and warning in thinking about these extremes. We ought to think, if I am not being oppressed, might I possibly be an oppressor? And this isn't just to bring all of us under depression and doubt over our own abilities and behaviors, but rather to keep us from looking at words like this in the Bible, this psalm in particular, and to keep us from saying, well, that's not about me. Most oppressors would look at this psalm and think the very same words. They would say that this is not about them. Most who take advantage of the weak and lowly have a justification in their mind that keeps them from being described as an oppressor in their heart. Yet, when any of us, by deception or trickery, take advantage of another person, take advantage of another people or of a situation, that's what we've become. We've waited and lurked and tried to get our way in a situation where it was not due. We can change this trend in our life, even in our community by degrees, if we stand up against our own habits 
and make personal changes. If we are willing to uh, be sincere in our examination of our environment, of our behavior, and of who and what we are, we can make that change and leave off from oppressive behavior. Often, if this is what we work at, if we pursue this truth and right behavior, we will have people turn against us and we will feel the bite of oppression ourselves. But keeping to the truth and righteous judgment of God is our only hope in these situations because God alone delivers. Let's read this psalm again and think about the behaviors that we see described in it and put them into our hearts as as warnings for our own behaviors. Let's read it again. Why standest thou afar off, O Lord? Why hidest thou thyself in times of trouble? In the pride of the wicked, the poor is hotly pursued. Let them be taken in the devices they have imagined. For the wicked boasts of his heart's desire, and the covetous renounces, yea, contemns the Lord. The wicked, in the pride of his countenance, says he will not require it. All his thoughts are, there is no God. His ways are firm at all times. Thy judgments are far above out of his sight. As for all his adversaries, he puffs at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be moved to all generations. I shall not be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue is mischief and iniquity. He sits in the lurking places of the villages. In the covert places does he murder the innocent. His eyes are privily set against the helpless. He lurks in the covert as a lion in his den. He lies in wait to catch the poor. He does catch the poor when he draws him in his net. He crouches, he bows down, and the helpless fall by his strong ones. He says in his heart, God has forgotten. He hides his face. He will never see it. Arise, O Lord. O God, lift up thine hand. Forget not the poor. Wherefore does the wicked contemn God and say in his heart, Thou shalt not require it? Thou hast seen it, thou hast beholded mischief and spite, to take it into thy hand. The helpless commits himself unto thee, thou hast been the helper of the fatherless. Break thou the arm of the wicked, and as for the evil man, seek out his wickedness till thou find none. As the Lord is king forever and ever, the nations are perished out of his land. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the meek, thou wilt prepare their heart, Thou wilt cause thine ear to hear, to judge the fatherless and the oppressed, that man which is of the earth may be terrible no more. For some reason, verse 5 jumps out at me. His ways are firm at all times. Thy judgments are far above out of his sight. As for all his adversaries, he puffs at them. His ways are firm at all times absolute confidence in everything he does. Confidence is no bad thing, but ought we not to question ourselves and double-check our behavior? Ought we not keep God's judgments right there with us? And simply puffing at our adversaries, laughing to scorn? If these are our behaviors, if these are our habits, we might be going down a bad path. Let us use psalms like this. Let us use God's word in such a way that we can really think about who we are and what we're doing. Well, thanks for listening in.
Hope you can take the time to rate and review the podcast and help promote it so that it can get out and uh, more people can have the opportunity to, to hear God's word. You can find me at readingthesalms.com and on social media. Well, again, thanks for listening in, and I hope to talk with you again soon.